This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. A lot quicker than we expected, Jack. A Zoe Seltzer happy birthday. Zach Wheeler coming to it? the Phillies. Happy birthday, Zoe. Uh, for your birthday, we have a owner that seems like he's willing to go over the luxury tax. I don't think there's I don't think that you can get anyone a better birthday present than that. Well, hopefully that's true. I'm not there yet. I hope you're right about that. Oh, I'm all in. Okay. Jack okay. Middleton is so close to being back. <laughs> oh, he is not back yet. He's we, close. we can't we can't throw that around lightly, Jack. I know, but I feel it. I feel Jack okay. Middleton stepping right. up. Okay. We'll see. Let's dive into it. Um, I'm still sick, in case anyone's wondering. Still feel like crap. Good, pretty good yo for I uh, brought it. Apparently. Philly, Phillies, for the third time in their history, signed a guy to a, a pitcher to a 100-plus million contract. How can I not bring it? Right. And he joins the likes of, of Cliff Lee, Ryan Howard, Cole Hamels. Um, and now Zach Wheeler. How about it? Good thing I didn't say anything negative about Zach Wheeler <laughs> less than 24 hours ago. Yeah, um, could have looked really bad there. Yeah, no, I did not do that at all. Uh, I actually wouldn't even listen to the last episode because uh, this is a brand new episode, brand new times. Uh, high hopes are back, like back, back. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am feeling good. It was a. It was I can a, tell. It was a bad start to the day. You know, we, well, I, it was a weird start today. So, so I woke up, and the first thing I have is like four text messages of like, oh my God, like they're serious in pursuit of Zach Wheeler. And in the back of my head, I just couldn't stop thinking, like, I think they're going to get Zach Wheeler because Philly's moves kind of come out of nowhere. And this is another one of those instances where, where the Phillies are lying in the weeds and all of a sudden pop out of nowhere and it's like boom they got Zach Wheeler. Same exact thing happened last year and and I was like, man, if they're this if cuz remember all week it had been reported that the Zach Wheeler decision was going to come before the winter meetings and for them to jump in as seemingly late as they did, I was like, I think they're going to get Zach Wheeler. So, um Woke up there, and then we get to work. You're already at work. I come in and say hi. Uh, we talk about Zach. Come in and talk about Zach Wheeler for a second. And then Cole Hamill signs with the Braves. Yes. And it's like, Cole, first off, what are you doing? <laughs> what, why? Yeah, like, really? Like, come on, There, there are tw- 28 other – if you're not going to sign with the Phillies, there are 28 other teams. Uh, let's take the Mets off the board. 27 other teams who would have been like, all right, fine. Really? I know. I think I I don't think this is an overreaction, but I think they should take away his World Series MVP trophy. <laughs> I could dig that. Is that an overreaction? I mean, it seems like a fair thing to say. I mean, he's a freaking brave. I mean, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I can't it's believe a, Cole Hamels is playing for the Braves next season. I know. I'm 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 legit upset about it. Like watching Cole Hamels take the hill in a Braves uniform will like actually make me feel things and they're not good things well and he's got to come in with a stupid ass tomahawk chop like I, i'm already dreading it walking in being like god this is so racist i can't believe they're doing it but yeah go braves right that's probably and, what he's been thinking Ugh. 
So not happy about that. But then, uh, out of nowhere, you know, where I'm in the middle of, of producing Marks and Reese, and it's like, the Phillies have signed Zach Wheeler. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, for how much? <laughs> for how much? And then Salisbury says it's under $120 million. I'm like, well, c- cool. Thank uh, God. <laughs> nice to hear. I, I wish we were on, under $100 million, but sure. Um, and then it's like five years, 118. And then the process of talking to myself and Zach Wheeler has already started. And we are all fully. Are there. you full? You're fully there. You're well, fully so, in. So I here, I, I think this is the only way I can explain it to the people. Okay. And I, I was trying to come up with the words for how I'm feeling about Zach Wheeler. And I think the best way for me to explain this is in three parts. Number, number one is the Jack Fritz gut. The Jack Fritz gut is nervous. There's a there's a there's a nervousness in the Jack Fritz gut. The Jack Fritz heart is saying he's going to be a Cy Young contender. Oh, all in. Yeah. The Jack Fritz heart was all in before it ever happened. I feel like the Jack Fritz heart is never out. Like the Jack Fritz heart is just always in. Yeah, no matter who they who, yeah. who they sign. Yes. Um, the the heart says yes and the head says the head says he's going to be good. Like the, my head says he's going to be good. My gut says I'm nervous about it. My heart is all in. So, um I it's 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 weird. They they're paying 118 million dollars and we are banking on the Phillies being able to unlock a pitcher's potential. That's with- the key. That's <laughs> the key. Really? That's the key. You're right, Jack. That's 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 what we're banking on. And <laughs> I mean I think Brian Price is good, and I. But but for me to be like, oh, we're gonna turn Zach Wheeler into a Cy Young contender, like I don't I don't believe that. If he went to the Astros, he went to the Reds, Rays, uh, Indians. I think they or Yankees, like they will get it out of him. I would love. I listen. I would love for the Phillies to prove me wrong, and they turn into a pitching factory. But I'm not at that point where I'm trusting them yet. I think Brian Price was a good step forward. Um, and I think that Brian Price is going to do do good things with Zach Wheeler's Zach Wheeler, a la getting him to use his his splitter, which he used in the second half of 2018, that led to a 1.63 ERA, and led to one member of this podcast saying, "Better than Degrom." Um, <laughs> Who was that? Think it was you. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited. Like I'm genuinely, I'm I'm excited because um, I think they got a good pitcher today. I think they got a really good pitcher today do i think he's an ace no do i think he's bad no i just think he's good and and the fact that him and nola are both nine and ten in respective f war since the beginning of 2018 i think that says something we all think very highly of aaron nola and zach wheeler's been almost as good as as aaron nola so we're adding another aaron aaron nola caliber pitcher and um it it it, it, it quells some of my fears heading into next season he doesn't erase all my fear, but I, I think it's a really, really good step forward, and I think Zach Wheeler's a good pitcher, and I'm excited. And where are you at? Yeah, I'm I'm similar. I, I think it's it's hard to judge the move in a vacuum without knowing what the rest of the moves are. Um, because if Zach Wheeler is far and away the only big move they make this offseason, and then it's DD and then a bunch of filler, 
I'm probably not going to feel as great about the offseason as I could have. If it's Zach Wheeler plus, if this is not just the only big type of move they make this offseason, then then I feel amazing about it. You know, it really is that type of, it's all dependent, but just basic on the Wheeler thing. I think you kind of nailed it. Look, I think the best way to say it is, is Zach worth, is Zach Wheeler worth five years, $118 million? Probably not. He could be. The upside is he could be even better than that. But on a basic level, probably not. But does he make the Phillies way better today and moving forward? Yes. Both things are true. So, um, I look, we talked a little bit about the idea beforehand of, of the thing I like about signing a Zach Wheeler is that you're not signing a Madison Bumgarner. I don't feel like this is a Jake Arrieta type of thing. You know what I mean? I feel like... I, I, my only worry is injury with Wheeler. If he's healthy, he's going to be good. He's going to be talented. The stuff is there. And the thing I like about it is that I think he's probably one of the few guys on the market this offseason that you could see a timeline where 5 for 118 ends up being a, a steal. You know what I mean? Like, you yep. could see a timeline where where it's he's one of the best pitchers in baseball if he stays healthy. Like, legitimately. So, um, I, I I like the gamble. I do. Um, I don't think he's worth that money. $25 million a year for Zach Wheeler seems steep to me just on a basic level. When I say, you know, what's he worth? I wouldn't have said $25 million a year. I'd probably be more in the $20 million a year range. But again, this team desperately needed pitching. And I think he's way better than what they had. So I'm kind of torn on that. Like, I don't know if the value is great, but there is a ton of upside to it. And it immediately makes them better. That Matt Breen tweet that he put out before he signed, I mean, that's just like, that alone makes me happy about it. The fact that in the last two years, there were Phillies pitchers total had 40 pitches of 97 miles per hour more in two years, 40 pitches. And Zach Wheeler has had 1,111 of those pitches in the last two years. So, I mean, I love it. How long have we been talking about, like, just get guys who throw hard. Like, this isn't that hard. Get somebody who throws hard. So I love it from that perspective. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of torn on I think it's one of those moves where I think you really need to step back and evaluate it with the whole offseason plan and maneuvers in mind. But on a basic level, I like the idea that while it could go real bad, at least there is upside in this deal. If you sign Madison Baumgartner four for 90 or whatever it's going to end up being like, like best case scenario, you get four for 90 worth. Zach Wheeler could be worth way more than five for 118. So I like that aspect of it, if that makes sense. No, I, I agree with you. And like, there's already an article on ESPN.com about how like Zach Wheeler could be the next <laughs> Garrett Cole level breakout. Oh, buddy. And I'm not going to go that far. Um, but there's legitimate upside here. I mean, that stuff is there. This stuff is like real. Like he was a top prospect. He's shown it in the majors. Like he's got real stuff. Right. And I can't believe what I always go back to with Zach Wheeler is like he was. Tr- they traded Carlos Beltran for him like yeah. a, a decade ago. Like yeah. I, 2011. I can't, I can't yeah. believe how long it's been with with Zach Wheeler. I guess like here's what I'm worried about with Zach. And I think it's the one thing that I personally um, just can't get past and something that always creeps into my head when we're talking about Zach Wheeler is that he should be better and he he should be striking out more. And I don't know why he's not like he was, he was striking out less than a a guy per 
nine innings last year. Like, he was striking out nine guys per nine innings last year. And when you have stuff that is as elite as Zach Wheeler, like, you should be missing more bats. Why are you not... Why are you not missing more bats? That's the thing that I keep coming back to. He should be missing more bats if you have, which he does. He has elite stuff. I just don't know why he's not doing it. Um, hopefully, whether it's increasing the slider, hopefully whether it's pitching his four-seamer up in the zone, hopefully uh, Brian Price gets him back to using his splitter like he did last season or did in 2018. Um, maybe that will help him miss bats. But when, you're, when your stuff is as good as Zach Wheeler's is and it's not on the decline, I would like you to be striking out more than nine guys per nine. Like, a lot of people are comparing this to Patrick Corbin when he signed with the Nationals last year. Patrick Corbin was striking out a lot more guys than Zach Wheeler was. Big time. And I like don't, double, double digits per nine for Corbin. Right, and I don't know why Zach Wheeler wasn't striking out more guys per nine. I, it's, it's, the one, it's the one sticking point where I'm like, this, this, this doesn't add up. And it's not like he's, he's never really been a big strikeout guy. I mean, he is, in his career, he's only averaging 8.7 strikeouts per nine. Um, so... That's a low number, especially with how baseball's trending. Um, but, but like we said, I mean, they are the Mets. They are perpetually the Mets, and only the Mets could mess up a sale of their team like they did today. Um, Unbelievable! It's so <laughs> sad. I want the Wilbons to never leave. I'm very disappointed, Jack. I know, but like they're gonna be here for five more years. Five more so. years, which is good. I'll take like, it. It's it's just it's just it's weird. weird. Um, yeah. But there is that 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 upside of of just like unbelievable stuff and that that's what annoys me with like i've seen a lot of people saying well this is arietta 2.0 or whatever and i'm like arietta stuff was dead man like arietta couldn't miss bats anymore like wheeler has legit legit stuff um and you know getting back to the cole hamels thing with with in relation to wheeler and the i i like that the wheeler thing is a is a window move like zach wheeler is right you in love the, your windows you know me you're a window guy. Zach Wheeler is right in line with where the Phillies are from a window perspective. I mean, Harper's turning 27. All these guys, like Hoskins is turning 26, Kingry 26, Real Muto turning 29. Like, he fits right in with where this team is from a window window standpoint. And Cole Hamels, there's, nothing, there's no, no such thing as a bad one-year deal. But – Cole Hamels was not make or break the season. Cole Hamels is the guy to put you over the top to to get you to the next level. So like I'm not I'm not that devastated about Cole Hamels not being here. Um, it sucks that he's on the Braves, but yeah. with, but with Wheeler, it's five years. It's it's legitimate. Like we can build with this guy rather than one and done, and then we got to go find another pitcher. I did, I Cole Hamels really to me just would have done nothing. It obviously would have helped a little bit this year. But it, for me, as always, it's about the next couple of years rather than just next year. So um, I like the windowness of of the Zach Wheeler move. Yeah, and look, the Hamels thing, while it was fun and it made a lot of sense from a business perspective, giving the people what they want type of thing, one-year 18 and, – and I – you know, that's my mantra. There's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. Like, I don't care what the one-year deal is. If it's one year, I'm in. I'll, I'll take a shot on anybody for a year. But – Cole Hamels is not worth $18 million for a season. Like, he's just not. I mean, whatever that version of the similar-ish type of guy is on the market, like Cole Hamels, they're usually going for one year $10 million if they're signing a one-year deal. So, um, I, I, I'm with you. I, 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 it's the Braves thing that really bugs me. And the Bra I, I like what the Braves have done. 
is uh, like for for the Braves, Cole Emerald's a four starter, and he slots in like it's like that's nice, that works. And then you add in Chris Martin, you add in Will Smith. I, I like what they've been doing, um, so that bothers me. But I a hundred percent agree. The Hamels thing would have been fun. Uh, we we talked a lot on this show about how we we wanted it to happen for multiple reasons. But one year, eighteen million, I'm fine with them not going that way. Um, I do. It's interesting though because we had heard a lot about like the innings eater idea. Zach Wheeler's not an innings eater. Like, I mean, not that he's, he'll pitch a lot of starts for you, but he's not someone who's going super deep into games, you know, usually seven, six inning type of a pitcher, which is valuable and it's what you want, but he's not the team type of thing. And we also heard a lot about them wanting a lefty. Jack, do you still think that they are in the lefty market? And more so, you alluded to before, you said John Middleton's willing to go over the, the luxury tax. They're about, what, 18 to 19 million under at the moment. If they want to truly compete for a World Series this year, as they have said they do, they'll have to go over the luxury tax. I am still not convinced that they're definitely going to. So where do you come down on the idea of another pitcher, which I think most people agree they, they need to sign another pitcher, and the idea of what type of value that pitcher will have? So I'll put it this way. I think if they're serious about World Series and, and really being in it, I think they signed Strasburg. Wow, uh, buddy. See, that's the thing. That Real quick, that's what I was talking about before with the context. If they sign Zach Wheeler and Strasburg, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's go. You know, it, it puts that move in a different type of perspective. If they're fine with just making the playoffs, I think they sign Madison Bumgarner. See, but you still think either way, the point is you think they're, they're bringing in another big-name pitcher is your ex- expectation here. Yeah, I think it's going to be— Wow, I, I, I like that. I think I think it's legitimately going to be Didi and Bum. I think if I had if I was a betting man, I think it's going to be Didi and Bumgarner. Wow. And I mean, look, like Bumgarner is your three. I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't. You know, if you can go Nola Wheeler Bumgarner, and I like the idea that Bumgarner is the one of those guys who, when it does come to the playoffs, whether or not you know you feel like he's aging or whatever, like you feel a hundred percent sure, you know, good handing that guy the ball in the playoffs. Eh, it's interesting. Yeah, I just I they're sixteen million dollars under, and I I just I think they're gonna go over it. I I, I really do think they're gonna go over it. I, think I hope you're right. It's my biggest fear. My gonna... biggest fear is that it's it's bluster. You know, no. it's like oh we'll go for it, but like eh, we're not really gonna go for it. Like, do you honestly in your gut do you really think that they're gonna only spend eighteen million dollars the rest of this off season? I don't know. I I legit like yeah like here's the thing. Okay, and it comes back to the pod we just did yesterday. If I had faith in this organization, then no. But I don't. I don't believe they're going to do what it takes to win. So I, they need to prove it to me. They need to show me, hey, yeah, we're going for it. We're, yeah. we're in. We understand the situation we're in and what we have to do to compete. So we're going to do that. Yeah, I just I just think that they're. I really believe that they are going to go over this year and then they will look to reset it after next year when Arietta Robertson come off the books and Oduba comes off the books. I... I I just they can't they can't say that they're gonna be in it and 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 John Middleton has all this bravado about how he's here to win and get his trophy back or whatever and then have a have an opportunity right in front of you to make your ball club better with an opportunity to reset the tax for in, in literally one year like all I have to do is suck it up for a year hand over like two million dollars and and then it resets and everything goes back to being like you can kind of you know reset your team in a way um i i i would be 
floored if they didn't go over the lottery tax. Wow, I, I love it. I, you're, you're, dude, this is music to my ears. It's well, my only fear. It's my only fear right now. I would honestly, I would honestly be shocked that they didn't go to the lottery tax. So good. So like, go over it. I think Didi's coming, and if they like, there's a well, I guess no, not anymore. But there was a realistic chance that they could get Wheeler and Strasburg for the price of Garrett Cole. Um, and that would have been a win for me. Um, but I don't know. I, there, there's a part of me that still thinks that Strasburg could be in play here. Like, I, I just think the big Boris thing, I think, I think Middleton is here. I think he wants to spend, I think he wants to win. I am, listen, I'm back in on, I'm back uh, in on John Middleton. I can tell. Never Look, doubted I him. Be. Never I, doubted yeah, him. Yeah, sure. Sure. Never uh, once. I want to be. I'm I'm ready to jump back in. He just has to prove it to me. Like, I'm sorry. What we've seen over the last year, he has to prove it to me. I will say, I do like, going back to Wheeler for a second, you mentioned Brian Bryce. I like the idea of, of I just feel so much better about players coming here with this coaching staff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right? Like, don't you just feel so much more confident that they're going to get the best out of these guys? Yeah, and I also love that the Chicago White Sox offered more. Oh, how great was that? <laughs> that never happens to us. Well, especially the White Sox, Cliff Lee, by the way, the only time it happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the White Sox, uh, uh, we talked about on the show, the fact that Yasmani Grandel, $73 million, the highest contract they've ever given out, and then they were willing to shell out more than 118 for Wheeler. It's crazy. Who is going to take the White Sox money? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> well uh, nobody, apparently, except for Yasmani Grandel. Yeah, and he was like, listen, I'm not dealing with that <laughs> crap from last season. Well, the funniest part is that that somehow New Jersey played a key role in the Phillies getting Zach Wheeler. I Thanks, never, Jersey. I never said that New Jersey was the armpit of America. No, you've never said that. <laughs> so Never. Another upside of Wheeler? The guy can hit. I, I knew you'd love that. that. Honestly, it was maybe my... Fourth or fifth saw thought when they signed Wheeler was like, oh, Jack's gonna be excited about the fact that he can hit. Yeah, wait till what if they get Bumgarner too. All of a sudden, it's a market inefficiency. Correct. You're all about market efficiencies. <laughs> they can bring Wheeler or Bumgarner off the bench. Oh, I love that. I, I mean, you know, I love that. That's actually something I do like. I'm, I'm really in on that. Zach Wheeler career at Citizens Bank Park, uh, three twenty seven ERA. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, three twenty seven ERA. I thought you were going to say 327 batting average. That's why I was so shocked. But yeah, 327 ERA is still really good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And I think that was that was early in his career. I think I think they're better the last couple of years. Like I just remember for some reasons. Well, Zach Wheeler always owned the Phillies. It feels like you know in the last couple of years it's been like yeah they had the one start last year where they got on him and then I feel like every other time he just dominated them. Yeah, I mean I've seen so many videos. I've watched a lot of like. Uh, I forget how I got to it, but somehow I got on a bunch of videos about with like Bryce Harper striking out, and it felt like they were all to Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. Yeah. All right. Let me let me ask you a good question. Um, with the the Wheeler thing that I, that I found interesting is is there's been a lot of talk about the second half splits, and how it really is. Um, it's stark, and it's only two years, and that's why I'm asking you about it, is 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 this a small sample size thing? Is this a real thing? Is this a? I heard Chris Carlin on with the afternoon show today talking about him being a warm weather guy. What is it? Is this real or is this um, a, a, a figment of statistics? Are we gonna have another warm weather situation where? <laughs> I know. So I heard that. I'm like, oh, crap. Like him and Nola. So just we're gonna suck in, in March and April. All right, fine. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess. I think with Wheeler, I really do. I, in studying and studying his pitch usage the last two years, 
Um, in 2018, he went heavy splitter in the second half. And I don't know if you've heard this before, but when he uses splitter a lot, he had a really low ERA in the second half. I don't know if you've if I've ever said that before in my life. Um, <laughs> but in the second half of 2018 or 2019, he started using his changeup more and more. So I I think it's almost like he Wheeler throws legitimately five or six pitches. I think for him, it takes a while for him to figure out what he what he feels comfortable throwing. Um, like he'll always feel comfortable throwing his fastball slider, good. But I think finding that legitimate third pitch or fourth pitch that he can go to and get through the third part of a lineup, I think it just takes a while for him to kind of find a release point. And that may take, you know, I mean, t- it, it changes for pitchers. I mean, whether it takes you five starts to find a, a, a release point, whether it takes you a first half to find a release point. He seems like a guy that throws so many pitches that it takes him a little while to figure out um, what he feels comfortable throwing in any scenario. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But That's interesting. But it is nice that it is nice that his velocity is harder now than it's ever been. Um, yeah. And a lot of that has and- to do with Go ahead. Well, a lot, of that, a lot of that has to do with coming off Tommy John. I mean, guys traditionally come back throwing harder. But totally. The, but the fact that he's throwing his hardest fastball of his life, heading, heading into a contract and, and at the beginning of a contract, I think is 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 massive. So I'm, I'm excited from that standpoint. Yeah, 96.7 average fastball velocity. I mean, that's top tier. Well, and that's that's about as good as you're going to find. But do the Phillies know that? Like, no, they wouldn't have signed him. Are you kidding me? He goes against their whole organizational philosophy. Do you think? Do you think they just sent Andy McPhail like out for lunch for the day? Like, <laughs> do you think they just sent him on ninety five? Like, listen, we need you to go to like state college and start re- recruiting or something. You know, doing some stupid uh, thing. Well, I do love that you bring up the Tommy John thing because that that is true. We've seen that a lot with the velocity uptakes after Tommy John. But we talked a lot about the Wheeler injury issues and. And when you really look at it, like, it's really just Tommy John. I mean, he's had some other things, but, like, the main chunk of time he missed was because of Tommy John. And, you know, I think we all feel a lot more comfortable with a guy coming off that than than other types of injuries. So maybe the injury thing is slightly overblown in that, yeah, he missed two years, but it was because of Tommy John. Yeah, but then you have, like, the shoulder fatigue thing from this past year, which is just weird. He missed, like, he he was out for 11 days with shoulder fatigue. Um, I don't love that. I mean, we see that all the time. Dead arm. Like, I mean, that's just a thing. I agree. I don't ever want to hear shoulder and pitcher issues ever in any situation. I don't want to hear like he's got a, a zit on his shoulder and it's bothering him because I'm out. But uh, generally with like shoulder fatigue, dead arm is the only thing I'm kind of like, eh, I generally feel like that's just something that people go through. Yeah. I mean, I had dead arm my whole freshman year of college. That's why I- the only reason I'm here right now doing this podcast. <laughs> could have been me yep. out there today, buddy. It could have been, man. It could yep. have been. Yep. Really close. I know. You were yeah, so close to making twenty five million a year. Right. It was it was dead arm. <laughs> it was dead arm and keystone light. That was the downfall of Jack yep. Ritz. Yep. I would say that the Keystone Light could have attributed to me losing at least three miles an hour on my fastball and having no Probably. idea where my yeah. car was going. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it could have, it could have been. Why me not? Out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a good, it's a good takeaway to have today. So from Jim Bowden, Jim Bowden today on the Athletic, his fastball velocity is in the 94th percentile of all MLB starters, and his hard hit percentage is in the 92nd percentile. Uh, his exit velocity is in the 90th percentile of 1,343 batted balls last season. Only 77 were barreled off of him. Ooh, that's good. I like that. From Eno Saris, 
of The Athletic. Love you. No friend of the podcast, Eno Saris. Very early on in the podcast. we had Yeah, like way back. Only three qualified starting pitchers threw their fastball harder than Wheeler did last year on average. He's got a top third spin rate on that fastball. His breaking balls are among the hardest in the league, and his slider spins similarly to his fastball. So, again, this all just shows that Zach Wheeler has elite stuff. Like we've said a million times, he has elite stuff. It's just about getting him to the next level. Um, whether it's, you know, I've seen a lot of suggestions from fan graphs and whatnot about fastballs up in the zone, and unfortunately we saw how that went last year um, with Chris Young. Um, seen a lot of stuff about update, uh, upping his slider usage. That's obviously massive. It, I mean, slider usage is pretty much what led to, to Patrick Corden's breakout. And there is obviously the biggest factor in all of this is he was a Met. And the Mets mess everything up. And he's coming to us. Yeah. And hopefully he can unmet it up. Well, and and you did mention the Astros before. The Astros have consistently been in on Zach Wheeler. We've heard about trade rumors for Zach Wheeler. We heard about them being in on the sign him. So, you know, you like hearing that. You like hearing that other smart teams are interested in this guy. Well, I think just uh, the fact that the Reds were as in on him as they are. Yeah, sure. Like, I legitimately think I think the Reds are the next the next smart team that we're gonna look at and be like they're doing it the certainly right from a pitching perspective, right. if nothing Hitting's, else. They did just sign Mike Moustakas to him. Yeah, to but like I mean, like what I mean, Sonny Gray, like that was a. I mean, they did a great job. Yeah, Gray. and they're bringing all the driveline guys over, and yeah, they signed Kyle Body. I mean, that's your guy. Well, and they took away Eric Yeagers from the Phillies, which hurt. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. We got Brian Price here. And Brian Price. Wait, former to- Red. Brian Price. Look at that. Brian Flipping Price, it back around. Brian Price is going to get him to throw his splitter. I, I really do believe in that. I know I said it before, but I really, I feel so, like, I like the Wheeler signing more with Joe Girardi and Brian Price here. I just do. Yeah, I agree with you. If it was last year, it would be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 I nope. am very, very good. On that, um, yeah, so, I'm with you. So shout out to John, you know, future Jack Middleton. Um, you, Almost, we're getting there. If he signs Strasburg, I'm in. It's oh, Jack. Let's yeah. go. I mean, listen, I I will be shedding tears if my rotation next year is oh, Strasburg, oh, Strasburg, Nola, Wheeler. Come on, on, get out of here. Well, that's a beautiful thing about Strasburg is, you know, with the whole Bumgarner thing, it's like, oh, playoff hero. It's like, yeah, so Strasburg, and he's better. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me, Strasburg, the, give, me, give me that guy. Yeah, and give me the guy that still has, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because they're the same age, more or less. But yeah, yeah. but one is throwing yeah. what nineteen hundred innings, and I think, yeah. I think, I think, Madison Bumgarner's throwing a thousand more innings than Zach. Has he really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's pre- a lot more. I'm pretty sure uh, that's a stat. Do you think the lefty thing matters? We've heard and. Personally, I'm not a big believer in that. I, I'm a big like I know in the bullpen it's a different story, but for starting pitchers, like I've never cared about different looks. Like if you're good, you're good. That's really all that matters to me. But it we've heard that narrative come out from enough people close to the team, people connected, whether it's Stark, whether it's Salisbury, whoever, the idea of them wanting a lefty starter. Do you buy that? Um, I think they want it. I just don't care. But yeah, I'm the, we're, we're on the same page. It doesn't matter. Like, to, can you pitch well or not? It's it. To, yeah, to me, it's like, I mean, do I want a good lefty? Sure. Would I would I rather have a good, a better righty than a, just an okay lefty? 
to to have my rotation sure and plus if you're looking for like different looks from your starters or whatever you're looking for uh to change up whatever like just having zach wheeler throwing 98 yeah for to, sure to everyone else in the phillies rotation i think will uh it's suffice. a different look yeah it's, I, a very, it's a very it's like a alarmingly different look well just imagine team. imagine like wheeler going from you know starting and then going to the bullpen and having mike morin come out like, oh my god yeah so so madison Baumgartner has thrown 1846 innings in his career Zach Wheeler's thrown 750, and they're the same age. Wow. Yeah. All right, so that, that actually, like, that's the kind of stuff I want to hear. I mean, that makes me feel really good about the potential for Wheeler to to give you a lot in yeah, these five a, years. Yeah, he is a fresh arm. He's a yeah. fresh-ish arm. Yeah, comparatively. I mean, a very fresh arm. Yeah. I, I mean, that's good. I like that. Now, unfortunately, you know, for as excited as I am, about Zach Wheeler, it is looking more and more likely that Spencer Howard may or may not be the Phillies' last second-round draft pick. Um, <laughs> they just don't make him eh, anymore. It's fine. As long as we're not giving up first-round picks, we're all good here, right? I mean, we gave up a freaking draft pick to sign Jake Arrieta. I know. I know. It I know. It hurts. I know. It hurts. It does hurt. And we, really gave a, we gave a draft pick to, to sign Carlos Santana and flip him in I a know. year. I know. What I are know. we doing? It's not great. It's mismanagement, Jack. Seriously. See, again, why why I still am not there with trusting these guys. Um what do you what do you really what what do you think Ann McPhail's reaction was? Who did we sign? Do you think he I think that was I think his reaction was uh, Zach Wheeler. I never heard of that guy. Who, who's he? Do you think that he, would be my guess? Do you think he had a minor heart attack? <laughs> do you think do you think he like had chest pains? Wow, I don't know. Do you, think, do you think he saw his average fastball velocity and was like, mm, "Whoa, move along"? Yeah, I, I would He's like, I don't like this. He he gets a lot of balls fouled off, and those balls cost money. So I want somebody who's going to keep the ball and play more. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. So what a day. What a day. So you, uh, I like how confident you feel about that. That's really my biggest reservation. And again, I, I am more happy than not with the Wheeler contract. But my biggest reservation is that if they're not going to go over the luxury tax, it makes a lot less sense to me. You truly feel confident they're going to go over luxury tax. Yeah, I, I do not think they're done. I think awesome. I, I, if again, if I had to bet, I think it's going to be the rest of the offseason is going to be Didi, Baumgartner, and and Batantis. If I had to, if I had to bet, I think that's going to be it. If and I, I mean, probably another bullpen arm too. Whoever would be, I, guess. I think. No, nah, I think they're going to like. I think they would trade for another bullpen arm. I think they. Okay. Or, Either way. Or, and I think they trust the guys that they have coming up through the system to be to be bullpen pieces. To be honest with you. Oh so, really? Oh yeah. great. It's sure. all fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's sure. fine. Um, totally but good. yeah, I, I I would be. I would be more shocked than anything if they didn't go over the luxury tax. Good. I know, That's I know exactly that hurts, what I want to hear. That hurts for you to hear, you know. Um, like you just don't believe it, but I. I don't, but I, I want be, it to be true. I'll be surprised. So, um, great start. I mean, the fact that they're willing to shell this kind of money, the the fact that Zach Wheeler does have considerable upside. Um, there's way more in the tank there. He's got a fresh arm. The fact that he throws as hard as he does is. It just makes me very, very excited. That I'm so excited about that. Like I am legit, legit. Hey, enthused to have someone who throws hard. Hey, if he sucks, we can put him in the bullpen and he'll throw hard there. 
Boom. The Nick Pavetta plan. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I have been saying this around the office today, and I feel yeah. like I feel like I, I can't not say it to the High Hopes listeners. Listen, Zach Wheeler is just Nick Pavetta with his foot. Oh, sorry. We're done. That was it. <laughs> it's over now. It's over? So, but it's over now. Are you even sick? I'm dying, Jack. Yeah, I'm dying. I, I get. I I was planning on giving you 20 minutes. I'm at 36. I feel like that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, this I is, can't believe we, we just talked about Zach Wheeler yesterday. I can't believe we've gone this long to be we blatant, not, Madison. We did, we did not talk about Zach Wheeler yesterday. I said nothing. Well, not to the same level. Said nothing about Zach Wheeler yesterday. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. You got anything in the note bag? Any final thoughts? No. I don't oh, think nice. so. Well, it's so unexpected. Uh, I feel like I there's do. usually a laundry list. I guess you got them all done yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we just recorded a podcast yesterday. Um, was there anything that I missed? Oh, I'm excited for Bryce Harper to be taking Cole Hamels deep more next season. Ooh, I like that. And the yeah. Phillies were really good against Hamels. I will uh, I will take one more opportunity now that it's coming to an end. Say happy birthday, Zoe. I love you. You're oh, fucking wait, awesome. Hold on. We actually have a little bit of uh, Zach You are Wheeler. awesome. We do have more Zach Wheeler uh, breaking news. Ooh. According to John Heyman, Zach Wheeler has a full no trade clause. Ooh. Okay. Oh, wait. No. No, no, no. My bad. I messed that up. Zach Wheeler, right, has, well. Zach Wheeler has no no trade clause, but he gets his suite on the road and four premium seats. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what Heyman's put out there. All right, good. Good for you, buddy. So we can trade him if he thinks. I love it. That's the best part. Oh! Zach Wheeler. I'm Zach in. Wheeler. I, I, it's, just don't let it be the last thing. There you go. That's the key. And uh, we'll be back to talk about all winter if, meetings. Hold on, but if they get if they get Bumgarner, are you are you? How do you feel about the offseason? If it's if you're going into next season with. Uh, Nola Wheeler, Baumgartner, Arietta Eflin. Well, I as you we've discussed many times, I'm higher on the idea of Baumgartner than you, so I'm I'm in. I, I would I would feel really good about that offseason. Like obviously, I came in saying I wanted Garrett Cole, I wanted Steven Strasburg, so there would be a touch of disappointment on that level for me. But on a basic level, like if you give me Zach Wheeler and Madison Baumgartner to upgrade that rotation, I feel pretty good about that. Okay. I'm guessing you're not as feeling good. I would feel fine about it. I would obviously rather have Strasburg, um, but I would feel I would feel decent about Baumgartner being in my rotation. Yeah, I would too, especially when he's your third guy. You know, I, I feel good about that actually. Okay. And again, I think Baumgartner. I I think he's going to figure it out. Like if I had to bet on Will Madison Baumgartner understand his velocity dip, understand how to work with that and to turn into a pitcher like Cole Hamels, you know, someone who can kind of age gracefully. I think Madison Bumgarner can do that. I think he's a smart enough pitcher. I think he's a talented enough pitcher. I believe that that guy can figure it out if I'm banking on it. All right. I will talk myself into him when they sign him. Of course you will. Yep. The, 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 the Jack Fritz positivity is a powerful thing, my friend. It sure is. Jack sure Middleton, he's back. Is. Oh, he's definitely back. All right. Um, we'll be back soon. I'm sure the Phillies will sign someone else soon. We'll have to do this again. Yay. Hopefully I'll feel better. I this made all- me feel better. I'll be honest. Last night I was like dying and I was not enjoying myself. This was fun. I feel better tonight. I'm all about more podcasts. There it is. Happy birthday, Zoe. I love yep. you. You're awesome. You're a really good kid. 
Happy birthday, yeah, Zoe. There it is. Zoe, Zach, how about that? We Come got, on. We got you, Zach Wheeler. <laughs> we did it. It's just for you. All right. Uh, rate and review the podcast. It makes Jack so happy. So yeah. please just do it for him. I I would truly do it for Zoe on her birthday. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. Zoe. Make a one-year-old Zoe, unhappy. Zoe's first words were get them to 600 reviews. <laughs> yes. That's literally what she said. Oh. All right. Zach Wheeler. I love it. He's Fritz. I'm Salter. We'll see you later.